welcome to So Yellow, a weekly podcast about our experiences as female Asian Americans. I'm Helen. And I'm Cindy. There's an old cliche that says beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but who is the beholder? For today's episode, we'll be discussing classic Asian beauty standards. Um, Cindy, when did you first start wearing makeup? I think it was in late high school. So I I never like cared to or wanted to wear makeup. It's just that junior year we had prom and I remember thinking like I should probably wear some makeup. And so I didn't know how to do make my makeup even though I had watched like so many beauty gurus, I don't know why, but um <laughs> I decided to just buy some and then I remember like I was embarrassed that I didn't really know how to do my makeup. I was supposed to get ready with my friends, but I just did it beforehand because I didn't want to like see them. I didn't want them to see me struggle. And mm-hmm. so I did it and then I arrived and my friend was like, are you going to do your makeup? And I was like, I already did it. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I think she was like, it was like so natural. Like she couldn't tell that I was wearing any, but mm-hmm. I just like don't like the look of that dramatic of a look yeah and I never liked putting it on or like I couldn't imagine doing it every day but so I didn't after that and then senior year came around and um for prom I was like oh I should wear makeup again but I was like is my makeup from last prom like expired (laughs) and so I bought more makeup but I also did keep some of the products from the previous year and so Mm -hmm. I was like well I kind of have a lot now for someone who like doesn't wear makeup because I had to buy, like, a full face just for prom. And so senior year, I think I was like, oh, maybe I should start using it just so I don't waste it. And then I guess, like, after that, I just started wearing it more regularly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, I was going to ask, was your mom okay with you wearing makeup? Oh, okay. That's a good question. So, (laughs) mom, if you're listening, (laughs) sorry. But she didn't want me to wear makeup at all. And but mm-hmm. I just like did so I never asked I never even asked if I could wear make- makeup for prom I just went out and bought it myself and uh-huh. so um, she said she didn't want me to wear makeup because she didn't want it to make me look older she wants me to like look youthful forever I guess and so <laughs> um, I started wearing some like mascara or I think eyeliner and I would curl my lashes I think that, that was it and um my mom would like look like stare at me really closely and be like are you wearing makeup and literally like my eyelashes are super curled I was like no they're just like that (laughs) and then she'd be like okay (laughs) I mean like she definitely knew but she wasn't gonna like tell me to take it off I guess and so Mm -hmm. I think since then I just started wearing it and she didn't really care what about you yeah I had a similar experience my mom didn't want me to wear makeup either and so I remember I would, I think I also bought makeup on my own, and then I didn't tell my mom, and so I would wear, I would wake up early and put makeup on for school, and my parents usually don't wake up until like 10 for the restaurant, Mm -hmm. and so I would be wearing makeup at school, and then on the bus ride home, I would take off the makeup. (laughs) Oh my god. I remember Uh doing that for like clothes. Like, if I was embarrassed, oh. I would, like, switch clothes. Oh, yeah, me too. But not makeup. 
<laughs> you just had like a full like yeah. makeup outfit change on the bus. <laughs> Did anyone notice or like comment on that? No, surprisingly, no one commented. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I would, like, turn towards the window while I'm, like, cleaning off uh, my eyeliner. <laughs> was, what grade was this in? I was in high school. Oh, okay. Mid to late high school. I also used to watch Asian beauty gurus put on makeup on YouTube. The ABG look was very in, like, the thick eyeliner and the falsies. And... Yeah, especially because we have, like, monolids. <laughs> yeah. So I would start putting a very thick coat of eyeliner on. And then, like, after putting it on so many times, I felt like I had to wear eyeliner whenever it went out because I thought my eyes looked really... They looked naked <laughs> without eyeliner. Yeah. And, like, people got used to how you looked with makeup. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like that? I feel like I still kind of struggle with leaving the house without any makeup on. Oh, yeah. I definitely, in college... I think at the beginning, I was like, oh, gotta make a good first impression. And so I'd always, I think, yeah, most days I would always put on makeup. Like, I didn't like leaving without makeup. And I guess we'll get into this later. But I just felt like I didn't look put together or it just, like, gave off the impression that I just woke up. Which is, like, probably true. But, (laughs) um, I don't know, like, I feel like people judge you, especially girls, based on the way they look. Mm -hmm. And... Especially just, like, being in college, being around so many new people, I didn't want to, like, give off a bad first impression. But honestly, I think quarantine has changed me. Like, that was the one thing. Like, I didn't leave my house for, like, a really long time, so I didn't put on makeup for, like, months. And Mm -hmm. I used to um, call my boyfriend, like, video call, and sometimes I would, like, put on makeup because I didn't want to ugly because <laughs> um, usually it's like at night and I already showered but then I'll, I just like sometimes put it on and yeah I don't know if he knows that but um, I feel like guys just don't notice but it's just like a self-conscious thing like I don't know like especially during video calls I'm just like staring at myself <laughs> most of the yeah. time and it's, it's like a mirror the whole time and so I used to do that and I remember Oh my god, this is kind of embarrassing. I'm just exposing myself. But sometimes he'd be like, oh, ready to call. Like, and he'd call right now. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I, I gotta do something real quick. <laughs> and like, put on makeup or something. Or like, brush my hair. I don't know. Do you still but, do that? Okay, so, so during quarantine, I literally could not care less. <laughs> like, I looked like a thumb half the time. And um, I just really don't care. And it got to the point where it's been months and I haven't, I just like... I don't wear makeup. I used to never wear glasses in front of him, but now I literally mm-hmm. don't care. And so, mm-hmm. no makeup, glasses, barely, like, brush my teeth. I'm, like, wearing PJs. Sometimes there's, like, toothpaste stains on my shirt. <laughs> I just don't even care. And um, I think he just got used to it. But uh-huh. the other day, I went out, and I did put on makeup. And then I called him right after. And so, I was wearing makeup during the call for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you look so different today. And I was like... <laughs> Where he complimented me, and I was like, are you saying I was ugly before? <laughs> like, I guess he did notice. 
Yeah, I remember one time, and it was my first year of college. You know how sometimes we go out really late to get food? And yeah, so I was already showered and everything, and I didn't have time to put on makeup. And I was just like so nervous for everyone to see me without makeup. But then they were like, oh, like you don't even look that different without makeup. So I was like, yeah. oh, maybe is this all in my head then? I think like we think too much about these things. Like people don't notice or care. <laughs> Uh, especially guys, I feel like you do a full face of glam makeup and they wouldn't even know the difference. But I think you just have to learn to like accept yourself and not care mm-hmm. because I feel like half the time or maybe more than half the time, it's like we're doing it for ourselves. It's like a mental thing. Like we think we're ugly or like less put together or like have to put on this like image or else like people won't find us attractive but it's like if you're calling at night for fun or something who cares you know <laughs> if they didn't like your personality or something like then they wouldn't be talking to you in the first place like if they really cared about your looks then they wouldn't want to talk to you i guess but they are yeah. so <laughs> i remember going to work once and i had a rough night before so i was like didn't care at all and I went into work with my glasses I wasn't wearing any makeup and my dad was like oh you should go home and put on some makeup like (laughs) (gasps) oh my god he said that (laughs) yeah but I was like really upset so I was just like no I'm I'm gonna look like this I don't care (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I wonder why he said that I don't know I think I was also frowning and didn't get any sleep (laughs) paint on a smile like a joker yeah Um, have you ever, like, gone over to your partner's place to sleep and felt, like, self-conscious mm-hmm. about not wearing makeup? Yeah, definitely in the very beginning. But then, towards the end, I just stopped caring. They never commented on it either, so. What about you? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really nervous in the beginning. I was like, oh my god. I, I'm like, the difference is, like, um... Fiona from Shrek. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a princess versus her, like, her ogre form. I felt like that. Like, <laughs> I was like, they can't see me at night ever. Like, when the sun goes down, goodbye. <laughs> so um, you wake up early and then, like, put on makeup. Yeah. I think I've thought of doing um, that before. And then go back to bed. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, I just woke up like this. It's like in those dramas, like the K yeah. drama, C dramas, like, they wake up with, like, perfectly done makeup. <laughs> Yeah. And also, I hear a lot of guys say that they like girls who look more natural and, like, don't wear a lot of makeup, but I feel like they don't know that there's also, like, more natural-looking makeup, and so, Mm -hmm. like, the girls still wear makeup, but it just looks natural. I also don't know if guys say that just to, like, seem like they're better than that, you know? Like, oh, I don't value makeup. I don't value looks that much, but, like, maybe deep down they do. I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, assume anything. So, if you're a guy, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. I've also heard guys say, like, she doesn't wear any makeup. Like, making it sound like she's better than girls that do wear makeup. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure. I've heard that guys find it unattractive when girls wear too much makeup. Mm -hmm. Which, I guess I can see. Like, I feel like if they were to, like, lay on your shirt or something, it would literally, like, transfer on their shirt. I think that's happened to me before, but... (laughs) Or, like, when I'm Um, calling and I put my phone next to my ear and then I see, like, my foundations on my screen. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, if you kiss someone and you're, like, wearing something on your lips. (laughs) 
I've also seen girls wear makeup during quarantine and they don't go out. Okay, so I've seen a lot of girls say that they put on makeup to make themselves feel put together mm-hmm. and like more productive. Mm-hmm. And so, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, like, I guess I can see how it makes them feel more productive if, like, in normal life, they always put on makeup and it's, like, part of their routine. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think we need to ask ourselves, like, why do we need makeup to feel productive? Or put together. Yeah. I think sometimes Mm -hmm. I also feel like that. Yeah. I think we tell ourselves that we do it for ourselves. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, like, it's kind of scary how we... Like, come to rely on makeup this much to live a normal Mm -hmm. life. (laughs) Yeah. I can definitely see the productive aspect of it. Like, if if it's usually ingrained in your, like, morning routine, Mm -hmm. and then I I think for me, like, no makeup is associated with, like, lazy days or, like, Mm -hmm. days where I'm not going out or doing anything. Um, So I get that aspect of it. But then the feeling put together aspect, I feel like it has a big like it has had a big social influence because you want people to look at you and think you're put together right i mean you can definitely want to present yourself in a certain way like being put together but i don't know i feel like maybe even if we don't want to admit to ourselves that it's for others i feel like part of it is because of that so this isn't the case for everyone and i'm just speaking for myself personally But I think when I was watching those beauty gurus on YouTube, they would say like, oh, I'm wearing makeup for myself. It makes me happy. Like, I'm not wearing it for boys or for anyone else. And so I also picked up this message and I also started telling myself that. But then like, I started to question myself, is it really for myself when everything I'm putting on my face is an imitation of the quote-unquote beautiful people that I see on ads, TV, billboards, like everywhere. And all of these things in the media that I have consumed has played a huge role in what I consider to be attractive. And I don't think that anyone can control whether or not they see these images because they're just everywhere. So I'm not trying to like shame people who wear makeup. But I think it's good to think about if putting on makeup is empowering or are we just telling ourselves that to avoid the truth. And another thing to mention is that the beauty industry is dominated by men, even though most of these products are targeted towards women. And when we tell ourselves that we are empowered by makeup and we buy these products, at the end of the day... The beauty industry who's benefiting from it okay so i have some like statistics i found and so um an estimated 44 percent of american women don't like to leave their homes without makeup on and so the top two reasons which are like completely opposite of each other are one camouflage so people who are anxious and insecure like to use makeup to appear less noticeable and then the other reason is seduction So women want to be noticed more and more attractive, so they use makeup to make them feel more confident, sociable, and assertive, which I think is so interesting. Like, it's 
they're the complete opposite. Like, you want to be seen or you don't want to be seen, you know? It's, like, a way to mask yourself and just, like, blend in with everyone. Which, blend in is, like, because everyone's wearing makeup, you know? Like, it's the norm, so you have to, like, be part of the norm to fit in and camouflage yourself. Which is weird. But then, you also have to put makeup on to look more attractive. Like, you can't just go out and, like be your normal self and stand out i guess Mm -hmm. which category do you think you fall in i think (laughs) uh i think i'm somewhere in the middle honestly like because uh the way i think about it if i'm gonna go through the effort of putting on makeup i want to like enhance my features or look better Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to make myself look worse you know (laughs) but i'm also not trying to like get people to notice me i think i'm just trying to like give off good impressions like anywhere I go I guess mm. yeah same not like a hey notice me but just like a hey I kind of have my life put together but not really <laughs> type of vibe <laughs> yeah I'll fake it till you make it yeah and I also read that like women from such a young age are they have it drilled into them that like in order to be successful in any like aspect of their life like dating friendships job interviews um you know, like, fitting in with the popular girls, you have to be kind of, like, pretty. And it's not just a cultural thing, like, it's definitely not in the U.S. I think this trend can be found in a lot of other places. I read that according to the Association of Psychological Science, um, attractive people are treated more favorably in every area of life, from dating to jobs to criminal trials. And so it's It could be self-conscious, but it's definitely a very, like, prominent thing in our society. Yeah, I've also heard that parents tend to favorite the cuter baby. So, yeah, like, at a very, very young age, we can see the difference in treatment of someone who is, like, considered more attractive. Um, I also read that women tend to bond faster with other women who wear makeup. Oh, really? That's, like, similar to to how much they wear, I guess. Because you're naturally drawn to people who look like you. Uh And so, like, for all of our listeners, like, I think we should all be cognizant and maybe, like, try to just be aware. Like, is this actually true? Like, do we actually do this subconsciously, you know? Like, we're not trying to be like, oh, she wears too much makeup. She doesn't wear makeup. I'm not going to be friends with her. It's kind of just, like, natural. Like, maybe we don't even think about that they're wearing makeup, but they just look... A certain level similar to us or like I don't know it's very like psychological oh yeah I've never heard of that but yeah that's very interesting oh okay something I just remember was so this was like back I think it was first year or second year of college and my mom and I we were planning on going to New York and so my parents brought up the idea of me getting double eyelid surgery and I was very against it but then both of them were like no, you should get it. So I, I kind of just gave it. I was like, okay, whatever. Because <laughs> I felt like I couldn't say no. And so we arrived in Chinatown and then my mom like took me to this, it was kind of sketchy. You know, like how in some places you go up like this long stairs and it's like a really sketchy room. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's where we went. And then we knocked on the door, no one answered. And then my mom called the lady and then she arrived late with like she literally had, like, a handful of keys, like, a hundred keys, and she was, like, trying, like, all of them to try to get into her office, and then she was, she could never get in, so she was, like, you know what, you guys should just come back to my house, and so we're, like, okay, and so we followed her back to her house, and then 
Um, it was like this really tiny apartment and then she got a mirror and she was like examining my eyes and my eyelids are uneven. One of them is has like a more prominent eyelid than the other. She was like, oh, like you already have like double eyelids, but you would look better if, you know, we accentuated. <laughs> and so... Oh, of course, because you're paying her. <laughs> yeah, and so but the whole thing was just very bizarre. And then she like goes into her room and brings out a magazine and she's like, that's me on the cover, like like bragging. <laughs> was it? Did it look like her? <laughs> it did not look like her. So yeah, and then we just left and we were like, okay, we'll call you back next time. But we didn't because... <laughs> so that was like your consultation Yeah. <laughs> in her house. Yeah, I know. It was so weird. Um, I'm glad that she turned out to be kind of sketchy because didn't have to go through with the surgery. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, but she couldn't even get into her own office. Yeah. When I was younger, my family would always look at my moles on my arms and whatever, and they'd be like, oh, when you're younger, you can, like, get it removed, because that's just, like, what you do, and, like, you'll look so much prettier afterwards. I feel like if I did get it and got them all removed, no one would notice. <laughs> they'd be like, oh my god, Cindy looks so different today. Like, no. No one would notice. <laughs> like... I barely know where they are, so how could someone else looking at me know that I removed them all? You should tell your, your mole story. <laughs> oh my gosh. How could you expose me like this? I was so, really grossed out. <laughs> okay, long story short, a few summers ago, or like when I was a kid, I went to China, and I have a mole on my arm. If you meet me in person, feel free to ask. <laughs> but... Um, I, it was like 3D, basically. You know how some moles are like flat? Well, this one was like raised. And so a part of me thought it was like cancer or something, but another part of me was just like, oh, it's like 3D, I want to pick at it. And so I did. And I was like, you know, I could easily remove this on my own. <laughs> like, I don't need no surgery for this. So I started picking at it all summer long. And then, um, yeah, it, it was like almost there, but it would like start bleeding and stuff. And then oh eventually God. I dug at it and um, basically I made like a hole in my skin. It's like a cavity and oh it would bleed a lot. But I didn't want any of my family members to know that I was doing this. And so I, instead of asking them for a band-aid, I would just like make my own. So I would go to the bathroom and take toilet paper and wrap it around my arm and use like just normal tape and tape it on top. And I wrapped it around my whole <laughs> arm. And so obviously they would notice and they'd ask like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> um, and so since it was such a deep like hole in my arm, I still have mm -hmm. a scar to this day. <laughs> Oh that one's God. like cringy. <laughs> I'm so. Yeah. Oh my God. So, it's making me like so uncomfortable listening to this. Yeah, and so basically, the scar on my arm is like more noticeable than probably a mole. Wait, can I see it? Well, I mean, okay, I don't think you can see it on the video. <laughs> it's right here. See, I feel like you can't. Oh wait, I do see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a bigger circle than the like area of the mole originally, and it's like never gonna go away. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like is this just like an Asian thing? Because 
I feel like in Western culture, I've never heard of like, or maybe there is. I just don't hear about mole Me either. removal as much. But yeah. I, I also know that people value like beauty marks, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and some people like draw it on, or like, people like to draw on freckles, and you know. Yeah, I also had a friend, and he also had some moles on his face. His mom always talked to my mom about like removing my mole on my nose. It's like not even that noticeable, but she was like, "Yeah, um, you look a lot better without it." One summer, she bought this kit to remove. The moles off my friend's face. Yeah. What the heck? How is that possible? It's like deep <laughs> in your skin. I don't know how she did it. Was it like a chemical? I have no idea. It's kind of scary. I'm also looking at you and I can't even see your mole. So, do you think looks are more important in Eastern culture or Western cultures? Definitely Eastern cultures. Or, actually, I don't know. I feel like maybe in Western culture, they tell you to be happy with what you have, but then underneath, it still matters, you know, in yeah, society. That's true. And then I feel like in Eastern culture, they're just more blunt and straight up with you. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, Western is kind so, of like the words don't match the actions. It's like, love your mm-hmm. body, like, and your looks positivity. And then it's like, mm-hmm. but also, you won't get a job if you don't wear makeup. <laughs> yeah. So... But then in Eastern cultures, I I have definitely experienced this. My family's like, you gotta look good. Like, even just going out, eating dinner with people, like, you gotta present yourself in a put-together way. And mm-hmm. it's also kind of like the Western versus Eastern, like, individuality versus collectivism kind of approach. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like in Eastern culture, if you don't really look put-together, it's kind of, it makes your family look bad. Like, your parents raised you and now you're just letting them down kind of by doing this like you don't care about yourself and your appearances Mm -hmm. and therefore the like image of your family I remember like I went out to eat with my parents and their friends and I was just wearing like a casual t-shirt or something and shorts and they asked me to go change and they're like can you not or can you wear something better (laughs) basically I feel like they're not concerned with them thinking oh your daughter's ugly (laughs) like they're concerned (laughs) like oh that's your daughter like she's wearing that i don't know you know (laughs) yeah i i've also had i feel like whenever i go to new york like once a year my parents make sure that i pack my nicest clothes um so when we meet our relatives we leave a good impression and they do the same for themselves they make sure they got their you know their burberries and pradas (laughs) yeah like oh just casually going to the grocery store in my gucci (laughs) Yeah, and they all do it too. I'm not sure if this is an Asian thing or our family. I remember when I went to China and I would go to the grocery store, um, all the girls looked so put together. Like, they would mm-hmm. wear dresses and heels, and I think that was definitely, like, the norm. And I feel like for, like, in the U.S., when you go to the grocery store, if you saw that, you would just immediately assume, oh, they came from somewhere, like, work or something. They're just, like, stopping by the grocery store. So they mm-hmm. happen to be dressed like that. Whereas in China, it's like, you get dressed up like that to go to the grocery store. That's just what I think. Yeah. My normal attire is just like an oversized t-shirt and shorts mm-hmm. or leggings. And so, okay, so before college, I, I looked more put together. But then in college, I... Oh, really? Yeah, or like, I would just wear clothes that my mom got me. But then in college, I just like wore the free shirts we got with some shorts. I was trying to wear that to work once, and my mom was like, what are you wearing? <laughs> Go change. 
I feel like I can relate in both sides, but I, at one point I was the opposite. So in high school, I think I tried to look nicer. Mm-hmm. And if you know me from high school, please don't, please don't comment. <laughs> like, I definitely didn't look good because I've seen photos, but I tried. <laughs> I think I would literally like think about my outfits and stuff like the night before or even days before. Like, I don't know, I was weird. But then in college, it was just so easy to roll out of bed and walk to class. And I think there's this like culture of like, bummy is cute Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't want to try too hard so like people like the whole messy bun trend if you think about it like you're putting you're styling your hair in a messy way you know Mm -hmm. i feel like i've never seen that in asian countries yeah and it's so hard for me to get a cute messy bun (laughs) (laughs) yeah same (laughs) still haven't mastered it but i also think it's like you know, the image of, like, wearing your boyfriend's oversized hoodie and, like, oversized t-shirts and shorts and just looking comfy is, like, a trend. And I feel like when I wanted to look nice, like, wear a dress or something to class, and I did, people would ask me, like, oh, what do you have going on later? Or, like, why are you wearing that? I remember I was wearing a casual dress, or what I thought was a casual dress, and someone was, like, oh, why are you so dressed up? Like, are you are you going to go on a date or something? And I was like, dude, I wear this, like, mm-hmm. all the time, just, like, to class. I have, like, a love and hate relationship with the bum style because, like, sometimes I like to feel comfortable, but then other times I want to dress up, but then I feel like I look weird and I'm, like, standing out in front of everyone and people usually will ask, like, where are you going? Or... I, I wish you could just wear whatever you want and people don't make assumptions about you, <laughs> yeah. you know? Have you ever thought about... On the flip side, guys don't have to put any makeup on, barely any effort into their looks. For a guy's wedding, like, do they even do anything? <laughs> they just, like, put on the suit, like, a few minutes before. Whereas, like, girls, if you think about it, we get makeup trials, hair trials, nails done, like, mm-hmm. fake tan. There's, like, no pressure for guys to put on anything to enhance their features, you know? I feel like guys wash their face with, like, shampoo Uh (laughs) yeah it's just not fair (laughs) is that because like these beauty standards are set up by guys like they're the ones that decide like what is attractive in a female yeah i do think it stems from that but on the flip side like girls wouldn't go after guys if we don't think they're attractive the way they are it's like well if you put on a little bit more makeup maybe i would like you that's not it at all it's like either you like them or you don't you know but then I feel like a guy's attractiveness towards girls is like, or like how much they like a girl is like on a spectrum. It's like, well, she wears too much makeup or not enough makeup or like she could put more makeup on. I don't know. Like, so, but for guys, it's like a yes or no. So you're saying like for girls, we either think the guy's attractive or not, but like each guy has a different standard. Well, actually, I guess thinking about it, like the equivalent for girls is like, if we look at guys and it's like, oh, I wish he had more muscles or abs or something, which, on like, of course a guy could say that for a girl, but I feel like that's not the first thing. Like, I think for guys, I mean, I'm not a guy, so I don't know, <laughs> but I feel like they're attracted to the face. Like, they judge the face, and then they judge, like, boobs or butt, you know? But you can't really change that mm. <laughs> that drastically. But then for girls, it's like, I want a guy that has a six-pack or, like, big biceps. But it's not like, oh, I wish he would change something about his face. Uh I feel like it's at most it'd be, like, shaving or, like, getting a haircut. I don't know. I think we should have, like, a guy on our (laughs) next Beauty Standards (laughs) Part 2 episode. (laughs) 
But the difference is that for a guy, the things that I'm listing uh-huh. that we want in guys, I guess, um, you don't go into a job interview or like you're not interviewing a guy and be like, well, if he had a little bit more like biceps, he'd look more put together. Yeah. You know, it's just a preference and a very like not necessary thing, I guess. I don't know. For some people, it could be, but we don't. You can't just like put on abs, you know. Uh-huh. So I guess that's where the difference lies. When you see a guy, do you pay attention to their their body first before their face? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I pay attention to the face first. This is such a hard <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I don't know if we should keep this in, but I think I notice the body slightly more. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, if they're, like, overweight, I might make an assumption about, like, their habits or, like, their diet and their workouts, right? But then, of course, I look at the face, too. <laughs> so, they're, like, pretty... Like, yeah, both are equally yeah. important. But if I had to choose, I would say maybe body first. I also think, for me, mm-hmm. I also look at the height. So, that's, like, the body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I remember when I was very little, and I was watching this music video with my mom. And it was, like, a Chinese music video. And I was, like in elementary school and my mom asked me which one of the girls in the music video was more attractive one of the girls was like very skinny and like she had like big eyes and the other girl was like she was a little bigger but she wasn't like obese or anything and then her eyes were i think they were monolids but i thought that girl was more attractive than the skinnier one and then my and then when i told my mom that she looked at me really funny and she was like no like the other girl is obviously more attractive and mm-hmm. uh, i remember like i just couldn't understand yeah. why it's also like he's asking for your opinion but then <laughs> there was like a quote-unquote yeah. right answer we're trained at a very yeah. young age have you ever thought about getting plastic surgery um i have thought about would i get it <laughs> and I don't know. I think that it's such a luxury that I I don't even think about that at this point. And I feel like, I don't know, I think people do it, or people think that people do it for, like, very vain purposes, like, to look better. But I have nothing against people who want to do it. Like, if it'll help your, like, self-confidence, then I think just go for it if you can afford it. And it's like, you're doing it for yourself, basically. If you're doing it to solely, like, try to please others and fit in, I think there lies mm-hmm. an issue there. But yeah, I personally don't know if I would ever do it only because of like the logistics. Like, it takes so much time to heal, and like the whole process like kind of takes a long time <laughs> and it's expensive. And so that's why I think I wouldn't do it. Um, I would not be like opposed to doing it if like someone said you had to do something to yourself, you know, which wouldn't happen. But if that happened, I guess I'd be fine doing it. I just don't have a desire to change anything, I guess. What about you? I think when I was younger, I thought about it because my nose is, like, not pointy. And I didn't like my flat nose growing up. And, oh my god, when I was little, the adults would pinch my nose. Oh yeah, me too. And they would just, like, randomly go up to me and pinch my nose. <sighs> it was so annoying. Um, 
Yeah, but then, like, as I've gone older, I stop. I mean, I guess every once in a while, that idea pops in my head when I look at myself in the mirror, but then I'm just like, no, like, I'm happy with the way I am. And then, also, when I have kids, I would want to teach them to love themselves, and so I feel like I don't want to, like, get plastic surgery and then also tell them that, you know, you should be happy with who you are and then not go by my words. I don't know. It's it's good that you're, like, already thinking about that. Like, trying to spread a positive message and, like, be a positive role model. I talked to my mom about this a few weeks ago and we are talking about plastic surgery and, oh, I was telling her the difference between how Western and Asian countries talk about beauty and how in Asia they're more critical and like you know a lot of them get plastic surgery when they're really young and I was telling her how like in western culture you know you still love yourself and all this stuff and then my mom said that well western people they're already attractive and so they don't need to get plastic oh, surgery interesting it's interesting because yeah I don't know like does she have a eastern mindset because I feel like eastern people want to stay in their bubble like they have their definition of attractiveness and then the western beauty of standard is like different i think western and, and eastern beauty standards it overlaps especially like the big eyes and the pointy noses mm, yeah. yeah but then there's also like tan and yeah. pale like growing up did you want to be tan or more pale okay so i actually wrote a lot about this <laughs> when i was younger i think it was ingrained in me that like light skin is pretty and they told me not or my family told me not to stay in the sun too much because i'll get dark and it looks bad and so I was like okay I guess Mm -hmm. and then I saw all these things in the media where people want to be like as tan as possible like tan goddess type of vibe and like there's so many products to make you tan Mm -hmm. like artificial tans and then like you see all these people on covers and magazines they're not like pale you know they're like super tan and glowy Mm -hmm. and so I started seeing that as like what was pretty and I think at one point I did want to be tan, and so during the summer I would be out all the time, and naturally I would just get tan, and then my family would look at me like, oh, you're so dark now, and say it in like a, a kind of condescending way, like, oh, like, how'd you let that happen, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad because I guess I was thinking like, well, now in their eyes, I'm not pretty, and it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to just lighten your skin <laughs> one day, you know? <laughs> so I yeah. kind of struggled, but I think... It was more like I was trying to please two different crowds, like my family with by being pale and then like everyone I go to school with and everyone else that sees me as like being tan. And it's kind of hard to be both, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I think I struggled with that. But honestly, like just be however you want to be, you know? Uh, I read this thing. It's like the darker you are, the more fun you have. Oh, interesting. I've never it's heard like, of that showing that you're out in the sun you know but then on the flip side like the history of paleness as a prestige is like in asia i guess if you're more wealthy then you can hire workers and so you're inside and you're not exposed to the sun and it means like you know you don't have to work you can hire other people which Mm -hmm. that's definitely like very outdated but i think that's probably where it stems from and it just like is instilled in Mm -hmm. a lot of asians but also, there's definitely, like, the health aspect, you know? Like, yeah. Too many UV rays is not good. Mm-hmm. But also, it's, like, not good if you don't get sun at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I also had family members that would tell me that I got tanner. 
But when I was younger and I heard that, I was like happy because I'm like, oh yes, the it's working. I'm tan now. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. <laughs> and that was like when I was did not get myself involved in like Asian media. But then like as I've gotten older and I've been listening to more like Asian music and watching more Asian dramas, I feel myself leaning towards wanting to be lighter skin and like wearing sunscreen every time I go out. Well, that's it for this episode of So Yellow. Feel free to email us at soyellow at gmail.com or message us on any of our social platforms if you want to chat about any of the topics that we discussed today. Stay tuned for next week for part two of this discussion. If you enjoyed what you heard, we'd love if you subscribe to the podcast to be notified of our future episodes. Until next time, bye! bye.